0: she said hey I said what she said hey you did your best and that's what counts and the reason why you're fighting is because you know you have so much more to give that you don't know it yet but you you feel it you feel it within you that you know you have more to give than what life is giving you She made me cry that day. Hey, admirers. You're now listening to the Admirers Conversations from the Healing Hearts podcast, a show about self care, healing, and the topics regarding mental health because it's okay to not be okay most of the time. My name is Joshua Dixon, and I'm the founder and designer of Admirerware. I'm just a hurt person that uses my tears from my pains to help heal others. Together, we can find purpose in fighting for tomorrow's light. Note that this is a safe place where each episode, we will be talking about certain topics that are often hard to discuss, such as depression, anxiety, ableism, self-harm, suicide, addiction, healing, hope, and the help that is available to us. I will be sharing stories, poems, and self-care guides to help in our journey together towards healing, recovery, and obtaining hope for tomorrow. Hey everyone, my name is Joshua, and welcome to another episode of the Conversations from the Healing Hearts podcast. I thank you all so much for being patient with me always. Um there's just been a lot going on and it's not really particularly aw related like admirer related but it's not going on in my personal life and i'm trying to to rebalance um i don't know if i said this but like the last 30 or 40 days i've been feeling off um just my depression has been really hitting me and each day is how I get through it is just by choosing a few tasks, a few small goals, as simple as, okay, let's get up at 6 a.m. Even though I might not get up, let's try to get up, let's try to aim for 6 a.m. And let's take a shower today, let's let's meditate in the shower, let's meditate for 20 minutes today. Um, spend some time with Chloe maybe even play video games after I leave Edmire where um, trying to do things that is self-care for me is something that I'm trying to reenact into my life so I can be more happy because I feel like I've lost a sense of happiness to a certain extent like I'm happy with my position in life and where I am and what I'm doing with a demyra, but I found myself still feeling down, still feeling disappointed. Um, I'm also trying to be like a great son, a great business owner, a great friend, a great, a great brother, a great best friend, a great godfather, a great boyfriend and just a great person but also trying to be great to myself as well and sometimes i forget to to give myself a lot of grace i'm back in counseling now and counseling's been really really good and transformative i've learned about diaphragmatic breathing which means that you use a hundred percent of your lungs capacity but you like you hold one stomach one hand on your stomach and the other hand on your chest And you breathe in for four seconds but you really like try to like get the breath down into your stomach so you're trying to fill up your stomach with the air so you you breathe in through your nose for four seconds then you can hold it between two and three seconds and then let it out slowly through your mouth for six seconds and um you can do that several times a day every single day and it kind of like helps you use more of your lungs capacity so that um, it's not only positive for your mental health, but also positive for your physical health, especially if you're something, someone like me who's a shallow breather. Um, let me actually look up what's shallow. Um, shallow breather. Many people are shallow breathers or upper chest breathers. They inhale only through their nose or mouth, but mostly trap the air in their chest, overusing their intercostal muscles between the ribs and their sh- and their shoulder muscles, never allowing them to fully reach the diaphragm. Let's see? Um, technically Shallow breathing means shorter, shorter inhaling and exhaling than normal breathing, but with an equal circ- cadence, while shortness of breath, insulation, inhalation is usually much shorter than exhalation. Um, let's see is it a serious problem? Um, I'm just reading like just reading more of what it says about it but um yeah I'm a shallow breather I don't I breathe with my chest and I guess not my stomach but I also have like breathing problems through my nose and it's hard to get air in my nose so I breathe through my mouth all the time um Maria from Instagram asked me a question and I think this is the perfect episode To answer that question, Maria asked me to talk about depression, loneliness, and how to overcome dark thoughts. I went to her page, and I saw a lovely lovely quote at the top of her page. It's from Ernest Hemingway. The world is a fine place and worth fighting for. She stated after the quote, she said that she agreed with the second part. I agree with both parts, but it it takes it takes knowing that people like me, her, and Christina, which is um our first admirer ambassador brand ambassador, and she's so great but okay, I hope the printer's done but people like her and just thousands and hundreds of others. I can go on and on about naming people, but I think the world is a fine place. We have to find the people who we attract to and find the people who best represents us. One of the reasons why Ed admire was huge for me and why I fight every day that I fight is because there's a lack of representation in someone who looks like me. I'm African American with a disability. I'm not only talking about that disability, but also being more than what that disability labels them as. Because having a disability in America, you're not really seen as human no more. You're kind of seen as like this object that has a defect. Because you have that defect now, Everyone treats you differently, or you get this different amount of accommodations, or your schooling is different, and it feels so isolating because I often feel like a minority within a minority group, like I feel like I'm a minority even within being black, which is already a minority and a very um just undivided America. But finding the right people To surround you To nurture you To love you On your good and bad days Can often make the world A fine place And to know that So many people care About making the world better Also helps me See that the world Is a fine place Depression is something That I've lived with majority of my life And it's What I describe is waking up and being sad and not knowing why. Knowing that everything in your life is perfect, but you're still sad. That because you're so sad, you feel like you're a problem, like you're the problem and that there is nothing to fix. Like there's this inevitable to this sorrow, to this pain, to this hurt. And you kind of know exactly why. I mean, for me, I know that it comes from early childhood, from childhood trauma and what I went through as a kid and uh, living with angry people my whole entire life from my mom and my dad always having domestic violence fights. Um, My brother was pretty hostile and pretty toxic growing up. Um, I dealt with bullying in high school, bullying in public. I've gotten beaten up in high school and got beaten up in public. I dealt with racism when I went to college. I got physically tied up by a student while I was in college. I got my work, my work ripped up while I was in college. Um, I can just go on and on. And and the, the two times that I was, um, I mean, just, On and on. And the two suicide attempts, the domestic violence, toxic relationship that I was in with my ex, my ex-partner, and having to leave that apartment, which was like a safe place for me, and then having to to move back home, I felt like I was, like I I still kind of feel a little disappointed um, by that, even though it's better for me to have made the choices that I made to leave and to move out. But I, I just did A part of me wishes that my first time moving out of my parents' house wouldn't be an experience like the one that I encountered. And how I overcome all of those really, really dark, sad moments, even though I'm paraphrasing so much of them and there's so much to unpack. Each individual trauma can be its own episode, but I'm trying not to do that, is... Think about how much was in your control and how much wasn't in your control. If you think about it, over 90% of my life and maybe ninety-two percent of your life is outside of your control. Realizing that as humans, we have this need to where we want to control where we're going to control things and where we kind of a, a place of sort of responsibility on something that's not even really ours but we feel the need to actually work hard towards that and like feel disappointed about it not working out like by it not working uh feel like that it's our fault that we are the burden that we aren't enough that we aren't capable of achieving that or or withhold of holding that love or holding that passion or holding that person in our life or hurt or holding that money that we wish we had in our that we had in our account, but the the bills took it. It's not your fault. It is definitely not your fault. Ninety percent of our life is outside of our control. Bills increasing is outside of my control. Needing bills, like if if I could live without bills, I mean that would be awesome. But have needing having necessities, things that I need to survive is outside of my control. I need that, you know. I need to have a roof over my. I need to have food. I need to be able to wear clothes. I need to be able to pay my car, note, to pay my car insurance because that is a key to my happiness. Whether I like it or not, whether I like my car insurance going up $100 each and every six months, um, it's outside of my control. I can't do anything about that. I can yell at someone. I can disagree with someone, but yet it's in their hands. Um, When I was abused a nice handful of my life, There was nothing I could do to prevent that. And where I'm getting at is that once you realize that so much of your life is outside of your control, you can potentially come to peace with that and be like, okay, well, I did my best in that situation. Because you did. You did your best in that situation with all the power that you had. A lot of it, Wasn't even your responsibility to bear. We tend to bear other people's burdens. We tend to bear other people's responsibilities. We tend to bear other people's problems, other people's like faults and like where they went wrong and how they blame you for it or they blame the next person for it. And really, they made their choice. They made that choice and, um, me and you are just stuck to live with it, live with that choice, and we have to decide whether we wanna carry forth with this choice or move forward and eliminate this problem out of our life, but know that we did our best. Loneliness and isolation is some of the hardest things that I've always found to talk about. Because I've been in a room with a thousand people and still felt alone. It's what I describe as loneliness is being in so much emotional pain that you feel like no one relates to you. That you feel like no one in this world knows to just like to be you. In your shoes, wearing your skin, wearing your scars, wearing your wounds, wearing with your heart. Your heart's healing. It's always healing. We're always healing. Every single day. And there's going to be, I'm going to be always healing from something. Um, loneliness... To get rid of loneliness, you have to speak up. You can start with speaking up to yourself. I felt lonely even with myself. used to just lay in the bed and maybe drink a couple of beers and lay there and kind of cry in the dark. I used to sneak a lot of beers in college. But um, I didn't become an alcoholic. But it was something that I did every Friday. I went through so much throughout the week that, like, Fridays are my day where I was emotionally available to me. And I was, like, sit in the mirror. Well, not sit, but stand in the mirror and just lean over the sink and just look at myself for, like, damn near hours felt like and ask myself like who who are you today like my name is Joshua Dixon and I'm all of these things but like right now who am I or what am I and I used to sit there and say I am someone who won't give up but i am also someone that forgets why am i fighting because i've been fighting for so long i've been fighting for so so long so many years i forget sometimes like why am i fighting Like, what is the purpose of this? Why am I always in fight or flight mode? Man, that that hits. I have to drink some coffee with that. Because I'm talking about things that I often don't really talk about. Um, Even leaving my last relationship with my ex-partner. I remember one of the last nights that I spent cuddled next to her, and we had this really terrible fight, and um, I got hurt that night. But I remember laying there and feeling like I felt dead on the inside. Like I was like, I don't feel, I don't feel like myself. I feel like I'm constantly fighting battles that I'm losing. It wasn't until after I left that relationship, and I was in my recovery from suicide, and I got to talk about these things with my counselor. At that time, uh, I checked myself into into counseling a week after I tried to take um in my own life. She told me I, I listed off everything that I've been through and everything that I've survived, and and tried to conquer things that I blamed myself for she said hey I said what she said hey you did your best and that's what counts and the reason why you're fighting is because you know you have so much more to give that you don't know it yet but you you feel it you feel it within you that you know you have more to give than what life is giving you Hey everyone, I just wanted to take this quick pause to tell you guys about AdmireWare and its journey. AdmireWare is a love-based lifestyle brand and community that focuses on mental health awareness and suicide prevention. It's a place where you can feel safe. The founder, which is me, Joshua Dixon, I built this brand after my second suicide attempt. I wanted to show people how to love and how to admire themselves. I want to create something to create products for people. Something that can hug them on days where they don't love themselves. On days where they may not have hope. And chapter part of their stories or part of their chapters where they feel like they don't belong in this world. Because I know that all too well. I know what it's like to live each and every day in misery and to feel like you're just existing in this world but not even being alive. I wanna help people not feel alone anymore. I wanna help save lives and end the stigma regarding mental health. I wanna be able to create conversations that we're not having enough of. And here at Amari where I fight for that change each and every day through the different ways that we, that I impact this world. Not only by cr- creating this podcast, but also the thousands of products that I've shipped worldwide to admirers homes, to people like me who are also struggling or supporting someone who is struggling. We all can learn from each other and we can't live without each other. We need that community support and belongingness. We need you here. And if you want to learn more about admirers journey and my story, then you can go to admirer.com or the links in the description to learn more about us and shop our products and our t-shirts that not only give back to your journey to provide such a meaningful impact to your life to let you know that your story is far from over but it all i also donate 15 percent of all of my proceeds to mental health charities to help them help save lives like mine let's get back to it she made me cry that day and uh, I have this poem that I want to read before I go further, but it's this poem that I made in college um, about two years ago. Actually, I, made, I finished this poem right after, during my recovery from suicide. It's called Why. Oh, uh, before I get started, um, I will be making a separate podcast episode with why with this poem, just so that you could just hear the poem without listening to the commentary that comes before and after in this episode. So that's just for all the people who want to have my poems. And also these poems will be available on t-shirts before the summer, I hope. And we're still working on those designs. Why? I can't sleep when my dreams scream. I can't cry thanks to my father's lies. I can't see the man they see in me. I lie. I try to hide, but why? Why should I hide what's inside? I hide. Because this world knows it's too much for me. I hide my emotions, I hide my pain, I hide my sorrow. But why should I hide? I hide my personality, my presence, my expressions, my opinions. But why should I continue hiding? I hide my esteem, my anxiety, my work, my love. My medical. Why do I even try? If I hide all of this, what do you all see in me? Do you see the scars inside? Feel the blood my eyes shed? Wait, but you look scared and startled by my appearance. Therefore, you are hearing me or just seeing me. We are all blind, and what is there to see? Oh, they see a monster that needs to be slaughtered. One uncultivated, dismembered person I was once called. But I learned to stop hiding, to show what's inside, show others the strength I store, continue to show that I'm not the enemy, I'm just a friend that wants to help everyone, including myself, freely. Some see a lot more in me. Something I wish everyone could see. Something I wish I could see in myself. That's it. I made that poem, Why, to explain my journey with depression and sadness and loneliness and toxic masculinity and so much. Cause I've spent a lot of my life, literally like, I mean, I guess 20 years, I'm 23 now. I spent 20 years trying to fit a frame trying to fit a box, trying to fit this certain parameter that I was expected to be in. And being in those frames and those shapes, those boxes, that shoe size, comes with positives and negatives. It comes with the status, but it takes away the personality. It takes away... The expression. It takes away the femininity. It takes away the passion. It takes away loving flowers. It takes away really what it means to be human. To overcome, let me read her comment one more time, Maria's comment. Depression, loneliness, how to overcome dark thoughts is realizing that no one has to live in your shoes but you. You can communicate what it's like in your shoes. You can paint pictures. You can tell stories. You can do exactly what I'm doing by telling the story. But no one knows until you share. You see that? You see where I twisted that? People will get to know what you're going through if you share. And understand the fact that not everyone is going to see it the same way that you do. There may be some people that might call you ungrateful or arrogant or entitled or privileged or a sneeze or a snob or all of these things. But they're just a hurt person that may feel inferior to your confidence of expression because they don't have the same the same power in themselves to express how they truly feel on the inside. Do what's best for you. Be who you want to be. Never stop being who you want to be and who you are. There are gonna be so many people that look down on you. That's gonna be people that judge you, that that don't support the that don't support you in your journey and in your endeavors. But just know that you got this, that you can get through it. And at the end of the day, there's three there's two people that will never leave your side is you and God or whoever you believe in because I do believe in that um, I do respect other people's faiths and choices and what they believe outside of themselves, outside of their spirituality. Um, Follow your dreams. Follow your happiness. Follow your passion. Follow your heart. People will, may leave, may run away. But hey, there's going to be a lot of people that's going to see that and respect you for it and love and nurture you for it. They're going to support you through the good times and the bad times. And they're going to be there and be a shoulder you can cry on when it is really hard on the inside. Not every day is going to be a perfect day. Not every day is going to be great. Because like me and you, we're healing. We're healing from a lot. Things that may not all walks of life may go through. But it doesn't stop us from having a place in this world. And knowing that tomorrow is worth fighting for it together. And that we're not alone. We only feel alone when we don't talk about it. First, you can start by talking about it with yourself, creating voice memos, just hearing yourself speak can be really therapeutic and really cathartic to helping you learn how to express it. Because not only that, thoughts in your head can continue to go over and over again. You can have a thousand thoughts a minute, but once you say it out loud, you can't rewrite that. You could just listen. That will help you be a great listener, a listener to yourself and a listener even for others who are talking and communicating what they're going through. By first establishing communication with yourself, when you're in the position to actually tell someone else and tell them about your struggles you feel less threatened, you feel less hurt because you've, you've been processing this. I don't, I have a rule where I do not talk about things that I have not processed. I do not publicly talk about anything with anyone that I haven't processed internally with myself. And that's out of the respect for myself and my own mental state. Because after I share that with you, Yes, you might support me. Yes, you might not support me. But I did. but, if I didn't consult myself on this topic matter way ahead of time, like months or weeks or maybe a year ahead of time, then I might have let myself down. I might have actually hurt myself. I might have re-traumatized myself by even talking about that feeling forced to talk about something when I knew that I'm still really hurting from that and that that poured open a wound that pulled off a band-aid that wasn't just rightly it wasn't the right time to pull that band-aid off you ever pulled off a band-aid and it got worse than what it was and you should have just left the band-aid on yeah like for sure I've done that you in this conversation. This is something that I've been d- juggling for years, and been writing down into poems, and making artwork about it, and making clothing about it, videos about it for months and for years. And I can sit here and like talk about it and not feel like I'm damaging myself, but feel like feel proud. Like man, I'm really I'm really healing. And I will tell you to pat like to. Take that with you to know that it's okay to not want to talk about something right now. But make sure you have that conversation with yourself. Don't leave it hanging. You will always be a listening ear to yourself before the next person will be. You can start the healing process. It's in your hands. That healing, that heart, you have one one beautiful fucking heart and it deserves to be cared for and to be loved and nurtured, regardless of all of the thorns that has been thrown at it to try to puncture its valves. You're doing great. you want to hire on I know do, no, you're doing great because you're here every day with me and we're doing this together. You may not feel comfortable today to talk about your struggles, but instead of bullying yourself and, have, and not seeing worth in you, you're a one-worthy fucking person. You're a trooper. You're a soldier. You are undeniably great. You're awesome. You are enough. You deserve to give yourself time. You deserve to give yourself respect. You deserve to give yourself a season of healing and nourishment. And being selfish is okay sometimes. Being selfish is self-care. You do not have to pour your cup out each and every time. Life is short. And I value your happiness. If you're not happy... And I've, I, I would, I would appreciate that you you take the time and the care that it needs that you need for your happiness and for your health and for your growth because I don't want to wake up in the morning and not have you here. So if I can say something about it, I need you to know that I care about you and I need you here that means cutting off some people or limiting your phone time or or hanging up the phone on some people who you know waste your time do that because you're going to find more peace and more love and more connection with yourself because now you have more time you have more care now you have more energy emotional energy to give yourself meditate breathe do things that you love try new things and maybe you might love them. And then just keep following that. Being human means so many different things. Being a man means so many different things besides just what we know as masculinity as some tough, tough, tall guy that's six feet tall, 170, 160, 170 pounds, 180 with, with a beard, with a mustache, with clear skin with a nine to five job with uh with 600 i mean with six figures coming in or whatever society traps that they have right now for masculinity but being happy means more than that and it's different for every person defining masculinity for me means making my own masculinity and making my own masculinity That's tied in with femininity Like I love flowers I love roses I love the word pink sometimes I love to be in touch With my emotional side Because sometimes It makes me feel alive Because being so shell-shocked as, as what men are supposed to be I've felt the most suicidal By keeping shit to myself And not sharing it with no one And not sharing it with myself And just telling myself Oh, I'll be okay I'll be okay I'll be okay i'll be okay all oh, yeah how are you doing today Oh, i'm doing good knowing that i feel like shit but i'm doing good i'm doing good i'm doing great god is good all the time it's just like passing it forward like that's toxic i'm not feeling well today like i want to talk about that but i'm gonna talk about that with me and then i'll talk about it with you and i want to be able to just live life just like go outside of traditional norms And do what and do anything that my heart desires, and I will promote that for anyone. Tomorrow's better with you, it's not better without you, it's better with you. And if that means you need to separate yourself from some sort of people or need to make new choices or you need to go to counseling, go to um, a care facility for addiction or for substance abuse or for self-harm or or for uh, mental crisis, it's okay because you're taking care of yourself and it's okay to feel human. Know how it takes time, and care, and individualized care, and figuring out who you are. Which I think I'm figuring it out every day. And figuring out what you like and what you don't like, what makes you comfortable, what some things that you would like to, you know, test the waters with. Because it's, it's okay to be adventurous, but not everybody's adventurous, which is okay. And know what you will not, absolutely not freaking tolerate. It. And, like, make those boundaries clear. Boundaries hurt sometimes set with some people. I have a certain boundaries that I've kind of regretted. But I know that they're in the best interest of both of us. I've been in relationships like I've been around people my whole life with people who can't control themselves when they're angry and I get hurt and I'm tired of getting hurt by someone that I'm supposed to care for me so by setting that boundary though I may lose someone soon or I may not lose them but um, I mean if we could work it out I won't lose them but if, if we can't work it out potentially losing someone by setting that boundary, it hurts. But does it hurt more being with them and going through that pain? Or does it hurt more being alone? For me, it hurts more, I mean, it hurts less not being in that in that situation every day or in the future where it can fluster and get worse rather than being complacent in it and living with it each and every day, which it will eat me inside and out. Those are the hard choices that we have to make to get over loneliness, depression, and to find happiness in in most cases is setting boundaries with ourselves and with others. That's how you gain some control back on that 10% that you do have of that 90% that that you don't have. That is the ending of this conversation from this healing heart. I love you, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Know that it's not over until God says it's over. That you got this, and that you have so much more to give to this world than what people give you credit for. It can be hard. It can be really hard. Some days feel like it's not worth fighting for. But keep a track of your successes, of your accomplishments, regardless of how small or how big. Hey, like even accomplishment as small as like, hey, I washed my hair three times this month. Or even smaller, I took out the garbage twice this week. Or I washed the dishes this week without forcing myself to do it. I just did it. Keep track of that. And then you're going to realize, like, dang, I'm doing great. Because you always have been doing great. That helps build self-worth, self-value, self-esteem. Admiring you and appreciating you. And know that everything that you've been through, you've survived it. You've survived 100% of your bad days. You haven't lost not one of them because you're still here. So, I hope to see you here next week Love you Bye I thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode I hope this episode serves a reminder that Your story is far from over That you have so much to give to this world To this life That a new chapter awaits you I know that you're giving it your all Please don't give up If you are currently in crisis or know someone who's in crisis and you're struggling, know that help is available and that there's people out there that want to help you. You can go to admira.com, A-D-M-I-R-E dot C-O-M. Go to the top and find our self-help page where there is a list of national mental health resources and people who are willing to help. And trust me, they really do care about helping saving lives like mine's and yours. I thank you again so much for being here. And I thank you again for giving it your all each and every day. Know that you're not alone in this journey. And that together, we can choose that love over fear. To get through our worries, to get through our pain. To live for today, but also to fight for tomorrow. Bye until next time.